You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Well, I want to kick this meeting off by speaking about the theme of the meeting, which is the sound of many waters. What is that sound? When we say the sound of many waters, what do we mean? What is that sound? If we go to John chapter 3 and verse 1, John chapter 3 and verse 1. The Bible says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know thou art a teacher from God, for no man doeth these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And then Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. And then Nicodemus said, can, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And then Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you are born of water and spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Then he spoke about a sound. The wind bloweth where it listeth, or desires and chooses. And thou hearest the word sound thereof. So what Jesus was speaking about here is the sound of the wind. That all these miracles that you see is what is called the sound, the impact of it. And so when we speak about the sound of many waters, what is the impact? What is the effect of what is called many waters? Now, Jesus said, you can hear the sound thereof, but you can't tell from where it's going or coming onto where it's going. In other words, you can't control the wind. Now hear this. Whoever therefore will give sound to the wind must submit to the unpredictable nature of the wind. In other words, anybody who is in control of their lives, the sound of that wind cannot be heard through them. Let me repeat. Whoever is in control of their lives and say, this is where I'm going and this is where I am going to be, that sound cannot be heard. You can get into the sound, all right, today by simply saying, Lord, I surrender. Whatever your will is for my life, I am opening up unto you. Second Peter chapter 2 and verse 1. 1 21, sorry. For the prophecy came not of old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved 
by the Spirit. So what actually obstructs a move of the Spirit is the will of man. Are you following what I'm saying here? What's stopping you from a move of the Spirit now is the will of your will. In other words, there is something you just want God to do, and that's the basis of your relationship with God, and not willing to listen to him as to what? So, it's a sound that comes out, and wherever one surrenders to the will of God, your son began to hear the sound of the wind of God in the life of that person. So what's the sound of many waters? Since we know Nicodemus came and Jesus said, that's the sound of the wind that you are hearing. Let's look at examples here. Job chapter 14, verse 7 to verse 9. The sound of many waters is the power that is released from the waters. The sound are the results that show forth in the life of that person as a result of many waters. Job 14, verse 7 to 9, it says, For there is hope of a tree. If it be cut down, it shall sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the roots thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water, there is the power and effect of water. So when you hear the sound of many waters in the life of somebody, you look at a business that has folded up literally. You look at a church, all right, that is on the decay, which means, oh, we used to hear about that ministry 20 years ago. We used to hear about that or a business 10 years ago. And you drive past the place, and it's just a shadow of itself. Everything seems broken down. Now, it says with just a scent of water, which means that there is this type of water that if it just makes contact with that particular thing, put it up, it says it shall bud again, all right? It will bud and bring forth bulbs like a plant. So you look at it and everywhere is decayed. You come back six months' time and the whole thing is booming. You come back in six months' time People are there in overflowing measure. And you say, what is going on? You say, that's the sound of the waters. Are you following what I'm saying? What you have just seen and what you have heard is the sound of many waters. So no matter, we'll look at, we're still going to look at some examples here. No matter what it is, water just has to touch it. Water just has to touch it. The scripture says it will bud and it will bring forth. So people must know, and this I want to share this evening, the way to the waters. Where are these waters? Because it says, with the saint of waters, it will bud again. Now, that's what it means is, in six months, if this, look, listen, if it's touching 
everything, then you're going to see life, fruitfulness. You're going to see multiplication. That if the waters, listen to me, touches all ministries in this city, whichever way you look at it, the least congregation will have 10,000 people. That's the sound of many waters. And you know what's going on here? It's the waters. That's the sound that is coming out of what is called many waters. So where are the waters? You know, there's a chap. And I, let me say it at this stage. I thought I'll say it later in many days. Because these waters are somewhere. And they have to be found. If it was common, that would have been the effect. Are you following what I'm saying here? Listen. If the waters were just common, that everybody, you know, this gentleman used to work for a company, and after some time, he was given was an entertainer, $50 million for it, and he walked away from the $50 million deal. This was many years ago in America. So they asked him in an interview, what made you walk away from the deal? And they didn't see him for two years. He finally came back for some years. He said, when I was living in Africa, I discovered something that he left and came to America. He was an American and came to Africa and somewhere in Southern Africa. And he said, let me tell you the story. He said, all right, and that story, I found it very deep. He said, I noticed when I got to Africa, I saw that what the, the certain types of people, it's not a derogatory statement. This is what they are called in that place. They are called Bushmen. It's not your interpretation of Bushman, all right? It's, it's how they are called. So that when they don't find water again, they don't have access to water again, that's the water has finished. And listen, water finishes, and you must look for the next pool. Brooks dry up, and you must look for where the water is next. Are you following what I'm saying here? Okay? And God does it that way so that you maintain fellowship with him. The wind blows where it listens. You cannot have a corner on the move of God. What you have mastered today will be the very thing that will hinder you from entering the next move of the Spirit. This is how God does things. Ten seasons, ten kings, except there's humility. Are you following what I'm saying here? Every season throws up new kings. So he said, when the water finishes, the bushman will go and get will go and put salt into a cave. And they knew that baboons like salt. And so the baboons will come, and this cave will be a large piece of salt. And the baboon puts his hand right through the hole and holds onto the salt because he loves salt. But when he holds onto the salt, his hand gets bigger and therefore gets trapped because it's a large and doesn't want to leave the salt. So he holds on to the salt and he's holding and he's trying to get itself out until the bushman comes and carries the baboon, throws the baboon into a cage and gives the baboon all the salt it wants in the world. And after the baboon has eaten and eaten all the salt, he gets very thirsty. Then the bushman opens the cage because baboons know where water is hidden. And as the baboon is going, he runs after the baboon and the baboon takes it to the next stream and they discover water that way. So he said, I was being used to find the next place where waters were in the industry. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So there are waters there. And if three years ago things were moving and they are no longer moving, just be honest with yourself. 
That brook has dried. Don't front. Say, you take responsibility for it. If somebody comes into this place and says, someone just poured a bucket of water on me as I was coming in. Why, why is this so? And the person is absolutely dry. You know nobody poured water on them. If the water touches, you're bored and you're fruitful. Let me quickly go on here. So I'm trying to get where this water is. Now, I know, in, and one of the things I prayed for this convention, it should be a convention where the voice of God comes into the body of Christ. A corrective voice, a revelatory voice, and instruct. Listen to me, because we like using terminologies we don't understand. Christians, the washing of the water of the word. What is that water? We don't care. We just repeat it. We like to sound deep. The washing of water. What is the water? Tell what's the water? It's rema. What is rema? So people must know the way to the streets. And don't give me Vine's exposure dictionary definition of rem. I've read it. Are you following what I'm saying? Okay. It is not by coincidence, but the truth about the matter is that you have to be planted. The Bible says, whoever is planted by those waters, his leaf will never wither. Are you following what I'm saying? He will not cease to bring forth fruit. And one of the most powerful things is whatsoever he does will prosper. Ezekiel 31 verse 1 to verse 10. All right, the sound. Let's hear the sound of waters here. Ezekiel 31 verse 1. And it came to pass in the 11th year, in the third month, in the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came unto all right, me saying, verse 2, Son of man, speak unto Pharaoh and the king of Egypt, and to his multitude, whom art thou like in thy greatness? Now look at what he said. Behold, the Assyrian was a cedar in Lebanon with fair branches, and with a shadowing shroud, and of a high stature, and his top was among the thick bows. And the waters did what? Made him great. What made him great? The waters. The deep set him up on high with her rivers running around about his plants. And sent out her little rivers onto all the trees of the field. Verse 5. Therefore his height was exalted because of these waters. Above all the trees of the field, his boughs were multiplied and his branches became long because, that's the sound of many waters. This is where we got it. Multitude of what? Waters. Or because of the many waters when he shot forth. So when he says his boughs were multiplied, it's almost like saying that, now let me use it because I'm pastor in the church for it, but in business, you go, whatever. It means that, the churches were multiplied. One, look at, but look at the second one because you can multiply nonsense. Do you get what I'm saying? All right? It says, the boughs were multiplied and his branches became long, which means after there was multiplication, each one was very long. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, the reason is because of the waters. Uh, look at this. 
Therefore, his height was exalted. Now, this is where the problem comes in now. Above all the trees of the field, his boughs were multiplied, and his branches became very long because of the multitude of waters when he shot forth. Verse 6. All the fowls of heaven made their nests in his boughs, and under the branches did all the beasts of the field bring forth their young, and under his shadow dwelt all great nations. Thus was he fear in his greatness, in the length of his branches, for his roots, he says again, was by what? Great waters. The cedars of the garden could not hide him, which means you try to cover, you just can't hide the person. Are you from saying? You can't hide him. You say, let's walk against him. You can't. He just keeps going. The fair tree were not like his boughs. The chestnut trees were not like his branches. Nor any tree in the garden of God was like unto him in his beauty. Verse 9. I have made him fair by the multitude of his branches, so that all the trees of Eden that were in the garden of God envied him. See, let me say something about envy. People say, you know, people envy me. But when you say people envy me, you may have stepped into pride. Don't ever repeat that people are envious of me. Because you are thinking more about yourself than you ought to. Are you following what I'm saying here? If they're envious, leave them with the envy. It's not for you to start repeating it. See what it goes next. When they envied him, you know, Satan is a strategist at cunningness. He will throw something because he wants to do something else. So you will be fighting the envy, not knowing that what he wants to get you into is pride. Look at the next verse here. Therefore, thus said the Lord, because thou hast lifted up thyself in height and hast shut up his top among the thick boats, his heart is lifted up in his what? Height. Therefore, thus said the Lord, because therefore I have delivered him. Now, they shall tell you. They shall tell you. That if you're going to access this water, you have to have a humble heart. That if you're going to access this water, you must see God as your source. That if you're going to come to this water, any progress that you make, let me repeat, any progress that you make is because of the breath of God. Now, so let me leave that story there. So let's see this again to show you that so what we're getting, because the short message, we want to get closer to it. So his heart got lifted up and the things were cut off. Daniel chapter 4, verse 23 to verse 37. Remember, it tells us two things I want to connect with this scripture here I'm about to quote. Remember, it says there was his stump, or it tells us that the roots wood was dried up in the ground. At the scent of water, it shall blossom again. You remember that? And then here again, it talks about pride. So let's look at what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. You'll find in Nebuchadnezzar, both were combined, and Nebuchadnezzar will give us an idea where that water is. Or, what's that water is? Because it's the sound of many waters. But listen to me, joy is not the water. It is with joy we draw water. Are you following what I'm saying here? That's how you access the water. It is not the water. 
but you use it, it's the bucket you use to pull the water out. And he says, once it starts touching the plants, then they begin to blossom again. So here what? So let me just say this here. Please. Be careful of how you post on social media. Because everybody wants to jump into social media to announce their greatness. Now, when you post too much and people react, you will say it is envy. Not knowing that you have entered into pride. Particularly if the post is not the effect of water. One day I got to a city, I won't call the city so that nobody, but I got to a city. Because I'm telling you, social media is a challenge, it's a two-edged sword. Are you following what I'm saying here? It can give you appearance, but not the real deal. Do you understand what I'm saying? And everybody defines themselves by how many likes. And you know that if you are seeking for likes, you are moving out of God's will. You know that. I hope you know that. You know that. <laughs> if you are going to be a true... Huh, all right. Now, I'll just say this here. So, now, the story I want to tell you was that I got to this airport. I know those cars they park in the airport. You know those cars? Brand new cars where they're paying. And this lady was there doing Instagram Live, my car, in the airport. <laughs> Tensioning other people. <laughs> car that they, a company parked in the airport. You opened the door, sat down, and did this, and was talking. I stopped. <laughs> Say, God did it. You know, you know something? <laughs> Tension in people. All right. Now, quickly, this was what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. Remember, we are connecting. We want to find where these waters are. So, and what the waters are. What the waters are. And whereas the king saw a watcher and a holy one coming down from heaven, saying, "Hew down, all right, the tree and destroy it. Yet leave the stump." of the roots thereof in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass in, tender, in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let the portion be with the beast of the field, till seven times or seven years pass over. So that was the judgment. He'll be cut off. And Nebuchadnezzar went, this was the greatest man in the kingdom. Got to the point where you saw the greatest man eating. Do you get what I'm saying here? Do you know how we'll have said, you know what people will have predicted is over. How have the mighty fallen? This man is finished. People will have written books. What so and so. How great men fall. And nobody will ever believe that somebody who was once king where everybody came to is now feeding with animals in a refuse dump 
can ever come back again with greater glory. It is water that touched him there that brought him to the throne. That's the sound of what? Many waters. That's what happened to him. This is the interpretation of king. This is the decree of the Most High which has come upon my Lord, the king. That they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beast of the field, and they shall make thee eat grass as oxen. This is king now. And they shall, shall wed thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over thee, till you know that the Most High, that you are getting to where the water is, ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he wills. Next verse. And whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the tree, of the true roots, thy kingdom shall be sure, which means you will bring forth, you will board, the scent of water will come, after that thou hast known that the heavens do rule. Wherefore, king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee. Break off thy sins by righteousness, thy iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, all right, if it be the lengthening of thy tranquility. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. See, anybody that knows God or you grow in the knowledge of God, let me tell you what happens. It changes the nature of spiritual sacrifice you offer up to God and changes the way you treat people. Finish. If you grow in the knowledge of God, it will change the kind of spiritual sacrifices you are offering up to God, and it will change the way you treat people. Not just people. Most especially animals. It's in the Bible. I hope you know. I hope you know. Why do you think, why do you think when the servant of Abraham went to look for a wife, and this for some people about marriage, went to look for a wife, he said, it's not the person who gives water to people. It's the person who feeds the animals. That's how we know the nature of that person. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.